Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for hopefully not the final episode of Why the Last Man, but it is the final episode of season one, episode 10, Victoria. This episode was written by Eliza Clark, who is also the showrunner. Directed by Daisy Von Schuller-Mayer. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. Really enjoyed it. Some surprises. Some <gasps> moments. <laughs> for certain. I have a lot of notes, so we're just going to jump directly into this recap. We start with a flashback for a family dinner. Of course, Yorick is bringing up Elvis's dead brother. And the idea is for his magic show to express or have the audience ponder on the idea of why does fate choose one man over the other. He is both proud and insecure regarding his magic show. Hero is being the prickly pear. She's presented herself from the beginning taking a front at mom asking about her smoking habits and encouraging her to have a bite to eat since she is only consuming alcohol typical mom shit that we all have to dodge and weave she calls this whole deal she calls york's host dick basically a straight cis white man whose mom is in congress as they try to grasp his metaphor of chains weighing him down as dad wonders if it's familial obligations you mean the reason why he don't get a job he's spoiled that's your fault she says it was just a joke but because it's true and harsh it's not really a funny one 355 is asleep in the middle of the street and wakes with fran standing over her which is her trainee lady then janice who asks if she's fine apparently sleepwalking yet again over to the amazons roxanne and nora are alone on horseback they discuss the upcoming town and their plan of attack with roxanne wondering if she ever has fun and i'm thinking roxanne you define fun as being stupid rampaging and murdering men so no not your version roxanne thinks being a mother right now is interesting because she's raising a daughter with the freedom of male expectation in the world but women have expectations too there's this idea that men are the only people that can be assholes in this world and i'm like no there's an argument to be made that women are worse men are primitive women are calculating deceiving manipulative <laughs> gaslighting i've been hurt by more women in my life than i have by men and that says something most of them try to act like you're they're your friend and it's your issue they come up against a blockade after she tells nora to take that stick out of her ass 355 goes looking for yorick stopping by to see man in the greenhouse who i forgot to mention admitting last episode that she experimented on herself to explain those scars on her belly and possibly the explanation of the crib her concern right now is the fact that more animals like rats and bunnies are going extinct every day she seems to be the only person addressing this issue i understand that the pentagon must have been thinking about it but it never came up in conversation 
Allison asked, staring at Ampersand, wondering if he cares about any of these issues. 355 thinks she's talking about the monkey and replies, he only cares about crackers and flinging shit. Amp leaves at this insult. That really hurt my feelings. I am very determined to give Amp a personality, if you could not tell. Allison knows he'll stay close, liking her more than Yorick. Allison asks 355 about her sleepwalking, with Allison offering to help out, like maybe I should tie you to the bed. She's like, not like that. Why does your sexuality need to even come into this? <laughs> but I feel because she's totally crushing on her that that's why she had to put it out there. But apparently 355 can escape restraints even in her sleep. The only thing that ever helped her was a 10 pound ba uh, sandbag on her arm. Janice has given them ATVs and she plans on packing it up and hitting the road again tomorrow. Allison just wants that connection York is finding in Sonya. And you have 355 a little bit more receptive than she has been with York even though she very much likes York. But as you know me and Mimi have both been stating those aren't romantic type of feelings. It's yeah he's he's alright. He grows on you but they're not on the same level yet for that to even start to unfold she still very much sees him as the mission and i think with time it will start to become more but for right now it is still in its very early stages i know some shippers might have been like no but <laughs> on the events that occurred this episode but a i called it b it needed to happen Especially after he told her he only slept with Beth. I'm like, oh no, you need more experience. <laughs> how do you know what you like and what you want and, and how it could be different if you don't have that? Like, I, I'm monogamy is not the, it's cute. It should definitely be up there as a goal at some point, but sleeping with only one person? I think you're doing yourself a disservice <laughs> even if you love that person just my personal opinion and I know I was clowning her last episode but I do like the character and this group because they are reverting our expectations of criminals right I think we've been waiting for the other shoe to drop for quite a bit and I know I haven't been alone on that and it could also just be my comic knowledge that maybe biased my opinion but I like the fact that the show's like no we're not going to take it there there's a lot of horror going on right now. It's nice to see some hope in the place you would least expect it. Allison knows Yorick likes it here and he'll be disappointed to leave. But she surmises he'll live and she means that literally. The goal is to keep you alive, not make you happy. Sonia is doing everything in her power to get sexual with, so with Yorick. <laughs> by constantly bringing it up. First with his desire to unabashedly have children and next with how many women he's had sex with. Until I'm on the tenure track, that's what Beth told him, why we can't have children. She really found her a puppy, didn't she? I don't feel bad for Yorick. He, cho he chooses it in lieu of being 
a useful person in the world contributing to society in any real capacity but for me there is a curiosity question of what doth that say about the woman me personally you not bringing home a paycheck is a deal breaker the amazons find a pool that they are enjoying as they make plans to take the community of quote-unquote soccer moms you gonna learn today roxanne is just not cool with leadership and sensibility versus her idea of competence calling her a soccer mom because her child liked to play soccer like she knows her story bitch you worked at walmart the equivalent of costco you just mad because nobody loved you enough to care about your opinions or feelings two women come in upset that they stole their spot like they're aren't a, a huge number of people in here that outnumber you but this is when hero finds out that the makeshift shelters are no longer a thing because the government hath fallen and they murdered the president well i comprehend this is upsetting for hero because now she will never in her mind come to terms with her mama also feel like you are equally spoiled for something in life you just can't catch she is a self-destructive mess and she doesn't like she's not ashamed of it even though everyone keeps telling her she should be and now she's of the opinion she shouldn't have to live with that shame because life is easier when you don't have to have consequences to your actions turns out nora understands this more than hero knows and they share a moment because they're the only two people caring that the president died because that was her mother flashback to the dinner hero is wondering who dad is texting i knew he was cheating with beth unsure about her choices regarding her career i was more annoyed at the fact that york really just forked food off of her plate without asking it is so presumptuous let me tell you about one date that lasted two hours because this person did something that was so out of pocket i was eating some chicken wings and i was finished he pointed out that there was still meat on the bones and that i should finish it up kiss my entire ass some people are out of their damn minds just out of their damn minds so i act like i was going to the restroom and i paid for my own meal and then he got the nerve to be upset about it oh i was taking you on a date this is no longer a date this was mutual dinner and i need you to not tell me how i should eat jennifer is guzzling booze at home looking at photos of her child hero when beth emerges wanting her to dye and cut her hair jennifer is not trying to hear it and i'm with her because beth's attitude is not okay whatsoever when she's confronted with the idea that 24 hours those women were working around the clock to make things better for people and they were dealing with problems that you don't even like you have no conception of 
Because let's be real, idealism and practicality never coincide. Her response is the system is broken and can't be fixed. Okay, while I agree that it's broken, it's... However, people who just throw their hands up... And I know what I'm saying because I am a cynical person. Do not get me wrong. However, I'm not arrogant enough to say that it can't be fixed. Because that eliminates the idea that anyone, that no one can have a solution. Just because you can't find the solution doesn't mean you should believe that it cannot be fixed. Jennifer rightly points out how anarchy didn't help. Because what people fail to always comprehend is you can't tear something down and not have anything in place of that that power vacuum will exist and either it is filled with something that is broken and maybe can be fixed over time or something that is just absolutely broken and that's usually what happens and the fact that you thought you could take your ass in there bring down the government and then didn't have a plan for this new world order that you think is going to be ushered in shows it's more about your emotional rage than about any type of progressive change you know what i mean doing something is better than nothing and y'all idiots didn't have anything to offer besides bullets and while that they're not right to have shot regina regina shot herself it's my take on those events york helps 355 pack up the atvs while discussing his mom realizing that she's a defender of democracy but lonely which is probably why she wanted her cheating husband dean to still work on their marriage even though he's cheating 355 he says is similar in that respect but she's like one don't call me your mother i'm not your mother it's like that's not what i mean and i'm not lonely how is it possible you're not lonely i don't need as much attention as you he asked about the copa ring but she only admits she had a male handler and that each agent was siloed york wants to stay until at least they reach his mother but she knows he's trying to boo up though he claims otherwise and i can't really blame him. i mean he's at a place where he's safe people are accepting him He's got food, electricity, no one's chasing him. But she knows it's just a matter of time. Not to mention whether he wants it or not, whether it's fair or not. He is essential to figuring out what happened and possibly how they can reverse that in some capacity, or he's just going to fade away with everyone else in the world because eventually the canned dry goods are going to run out. Maybe, I mean, they're not thinking about the plants. They're not thinking about a lot of things without the Y chromosome that are fucked. He's also avoiding the idea of being a lab rat by disparaging Allison's ability to actually make a difference. She overhears this and ruins his surprise party saying, I wanted you to know so that you don't shoot anyone. Dean, back at the dinner, tries to encourage Hero and back into college. She's like, I have a job getting drunker by the minute and york announces she has a man his name is mike and he's married with no intention of divorcing his wife and has a baby on the way 
This is the thing with Hero. What did you expect them to say when you revealed that? Did you think that any parent is going to be like, you know, I'm loving your life choices right now. <laughs> of course they're going to tell you to end it. And if you really didn't want to discuss it, you could have just kept your fucking mouth shut or told a lie. Just let them know. That's a need to know basis. You don't need to know. But it turns out Hero knows her dad is banging his TA, which is what hath caused the divorce that he requested from Jen, who thinks maybe that she had some fault in it. She thinks no one is in her corner, in her lane, when all she does is drive erratically through traffic. She whispers the mom, Jennifer, something into her ear, and I'm guessing it's what she told Sam. Speaking of, Sam just shows up at Jennifer's home seeking out Jennifer to help save Hero because though he abandoned her, he still has hope. He tells them a van is watching the house and when they try to leave are surrounded by captors. They just watched him go in the house though. Okay. These women know that they love to party and get drunk, naked, all the time. These Amazons with Roxanne, jealous Nora, has stolen her little disciple away and hero. Even with her ascent at the end of the episode... I feel as if Nora is someone I can strangely relate to in some manner. That anger she mentions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a temper I keep in check all the time. I think it's interesting she is both an antagonist and a protagonist because we've watched her try every civil way to try to do the right thing and survive until she decides to survive. She's going to have to be who she's been hiding from for better or wor worse I feel because once you go down that road it becomes harder to hold on to that part of yourself that had a conscious I think Mac is her saving grace but for now Nora says when she vetted her mom Hero was the liability and I'm not sure why she's surprised by that what, what do you mean you're sleeping with married men and they have that in common. The fact that they are both failures living up to their mom's expectations in a way. She didn't know me at all. I think she knows you too well in respect to Hero. I don't know Nora's deal, but this whole idea that you don't know me. like I have a mother who doesn't know me very well. She thinks she does. It annoys me all the time, but she's also my mother and she's a good person and when the world ends i'm not just gonna be like i don't want to talk to you while i expect hero to be so immature stuck in this misunderstanding of because you know sometimes women do need to have children before they fully get it nora seemed to have buried it but has regrets she stated in the previous episode or so but now she's like, yeah, she just didn't know me. I feel like she's reverting back to or into that part of herself that she was told is not okay. And she's like, well, now I'm okay. It's okay to be this person. I don't know. I could be, uh, could be way off there. 
Roxanne antagonizes Nora once again and she's asking for it as bad as Regina. She plays the game but tells Roxanne, Shut your bubblegum dumb dumb looking ass the fuck up. This is not unbelievable either. I heard someone say that like that's not unbelievable. That's unbelievable that that no. Have you been through 2020? What do you mean? Have you not saw the viral videos? Some Caucasian women are crazy as hell and do not think about their safety once whatsoever when it comes to bullying people i'm not saying that non-caucasians won't do the same but those videos aren't going around the internet <laughs> i know usually there's a little bit of hey this person can shoot me in the face type of caution when it comes to just randomly fucking with people and that's what i feel roxanne is doing she's just putting the knife in the wound and this is someone who has something on her and she's like it doesn't matter i don't care I'm still going instead of just trying to play the game on her side as well. She just wants to bully her, dismiss her instead of trying to listen to what she has to offer. But because she's secretly jealous that she had a life <laughs> and success on top of a husband that loved her and a son she can't she just can't can't let it go allison finds 355 not enjoying the go away party because she's ready for bed not enjoying it she wasn't going she listened to the music though she shares her insecurities of not being able to fix the situation hearing it from yorick 355 bluntly tells her she may not it's a lot to ask of one person even if they are the smartest person in the world She's like, I didn't say that, but you're on the list. And that is something that you should be proud of and that they have to try. I love showing her make inroads with both of her lovers. I mean, <coughs> sorry, friends. Uh, <laughs> she lays on her arm, offering to be her sandbag. Aww. The best part is when she's like, is this okay? yeah <laughs> like you're not trying to put your fingers down my pants right now <laughs> but i'm also not comfortable with this close proximity but at the same time sure why not i think she really does like man as a person and as i stated she uh she has different relationships with both york and man on different type of emotional and intellectual levels I really like how Sonia explains time. It's not linear moments. It's an ocean where the turbulent emotions crash into one another. Or maybe that's some words I put in her mouth. She needs to believe this as she killed someone, which is the worst thing that she's ever done. And if there's nothing af after, you know, there's the next point in time, the next point in time that that isn't really really live leave a lot of choices for her and i feel like this is exactly what people feel in the prison system that do do crimes there's no chance for atonement or redemption because the system would prefer that they continue to be their personal slaves she tells him he can miss his girlfriend and knows that he loves her but he could also have sex with someone both needing comfort in a moment of understanding and they do that Nora at the pool sees Max sneaking away later on that night and realizes she's had her period. She's like, it's exciting. That's just what my mom said, right? 
because it's not exciting it's depressing <laughs> i hugged my daughter when she got hers and i was like "Ooh, that sucks i didn't sugarcoat it at all welcome to the rice fields motherfucker that is my favorite sound effect right now <laughs> so if you've been hearing it often that's why but yeah it's not it's not a, a time to celebrate as much as it's a time to reflect on how there was your life before and there's your life now and you're gonna feel the difference she tells mac after she takes off her wedding ring and gives it to her that she's sorry that she loves her that she loved her her dad and her brother and she misses them and that they can both miss them but i have to be someone else now mac points out you sound like roxanne and she says no baby roxanne sounds like me basically roxanne's pretending to be all the things that i myself am fierce strong brave woman We saw Kimmy once this episode and it was enough because she dreaming of having sex with York. She of course is in a barn, wakes Christine who is with her and announces that their future is York fucking babies into existence. This is going to be the threat after York in lieu of the Amazons which is exciting i like the way they switched this up from the comics it's actually very smart because man hating only gets you so very far versus female empowerment feels like a better message but at the same time they then make two made two differing factions even though we haven't seen kimmy recruiting yet i'm sure that is where that's going and then you have the other side that is aware of Yorick, but and doesn't have that same anti-male philosophy, but definitely will uh, make their way in this world and survive in this world and take what they need and build this. Like they're doing what Beth says she was trying to do, except she wasn't good at it. I also picked out the wrong rapist in the group. <laughs> Sorry, Sonia. Both York and 355 wake with their respective partners, but she finds disturbingly a tracker placed outside her window. I didn't want to laugh, but Missy's performance was rather comical when she came into town on her horse. Ladies of Marysville, wake the fuck up. Hell yeah, now we got business. Janice and the other person's name I don't know. They... Well, she shoots in the air to announce the hootie hoo cry. But the the goal was to take the town, right? The goal was to take their facility. Why then did Roxanne only request a man? Like, I feel like it was a shootout and this little stalling was the only issue I had with the, ish, uh, with the episode. Because if you're coming in to take something, there is no... <laughs> like, if they would have brought the man before her, what, you would have shot him and then what there'll still be a shootout because nora intended on taking this place 
But of course, Nora didn't go scout it out and realize it wasn't a place to be taken. The shots, however, do catch 355's attention. She goes to Sonya's room, tells York to get dressed. <laughs> she knew exactly where he was. She didn't even try to go to his bedroom. Like, uh-uh, I know where you are at. You two, get dressed. Sonya, grab your gun. He needs to get out of here. Sonya says she'll take him to the silo, which is outside of town. She's like, good. She's not going. Even the York's like, I'm not going to leave you. Go. I can take care of myself. You should know this by now. Hero and her companion, I forgot her name, come into town, ask for, they shoot into the place and ask for the man to be brought out. So 355 and the other man surrender. She was asking for a lot of trust when she said, trust me, but they think that's the man that they've been referencing. It was a ploy to give them more time to get away, the trio, but Hero follows them into the woods. Janice attempts to tell him, look, you don't know who you're fucking with and you need to get the hell out of town. Like, you need to leave. We don't want to kill anybody, but we will defend ourselves. And quite frankly, that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, Nora, realizing that they may have bit off more than they can chew, too late, can't say anything before the shooting starts. Uh, Mac wants to be strong by saving a friend as she dies. Hero is chasing the trio through the grass. Takes a few shots at them, escaping, but then takes a shot in the arm from Sonia when brother and sister see each other. They embrace. I love this reunion because she's like, where have you been? Like, I was looking for you. Well, how are you alive? She tells her mom is dead and that he has to get away as they are going to kill him, the Amazons, so that the new world can be born. I really wanted him to say in his Yorick voice, are you in a cult? <laughs> but this was not the time. She says, I will shoot you. You have to leave. Sonia takes a kill shot to the head. Oh. Wow. York, I said you would learn the hard way, but fuck. I thought she was going to live. I really did. <laughs> because of some background knowledge that I already have. So I was very surprised at this moment. And I'm sure that's exactly why the showrunner did it. Like, ah, she didn't do nothing wrong. She was just lonely. A little presumptuous for my taste, but no reason to die. Hero kills Allison to protect Yorick. In another flashback, Yorick is pissed outside the dinner or outside the restaurant after dinner because his sister is selfish. He's so overly dramatic, though. Oh. Getting, I can't even look at her right now. <laughs> Be an adult, sir. Sam arrives to make her feel better. She says, I made a mess. That is your, uh, your slogan, isn't it? 355 arrives and Nora, seeing how Roxanne led all these scared, frightened children to their deaths, agrees to surrender. In the process, saving Roxanne's life because 355 was about to end it. I love Janice, too. The, the the voice of reason you can't shoot them after they surrender and they allow for all of their people to regroup and, and leave because hey they got their ass handed to them they were outnumbered it was a suicide mission roxanne's hissy fit was too much just too too much because i would have just shot her in the back of the head <laughs> i expected roxanne in that moment to shoot her and say it's over at that moment 
back at their little uh pool camp whatever roxanne continues to yell at them for failing because they're warriors i will say white feminism i don't get it i already had that conversation i'm not having it again <laughs> check it on another podcast Nora unleashes her rage at yet another failure when Hero thinks it's time to tell her about Yorick being alive, but she knows she has to protect him by being in the know of this group. And Nora really steps up in this moment like, okay, I have a purpose. There's a man, he's alive. We're not going to make this about killing men. We're going to make this about empowering ourselves it's not a spice girls type of you know (laughs) uh, call to arms because they definitely intend to make people fear them however it's much much more kosher than let's go kill all the men in the world nora admits that her real name is victoria she hated it she hated her mother she tried to do things the other way she got married she had a child but guess what I'm still the same person I am. You are just like the men you claim to hate because you give them compliments after tearing them down, getting them to do what you want. And that's exactly what those man haters tend to be. It's like they morph into the object they hate so much. She's like, look, I'm, I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. <laughs> I do not feel ashamed. <laughs> why do i feel like that song should have been playing at the end of this roxanne said escort this bitch out of my face and because she's an idiot and has this overinflated sense of ego she goes you don't have the balls thought you were hot guess what you're not you are dead 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 i just realized both these cunts had an r for their first name and yes i called them cunts because they were not good people (laughs) she tells them the world will fear them because we don't have to reinvent ourselves just show them who we are and uh the women when hero takes her place decide to lower the weapons and accept the new leadership (laughs) there are just selfish ass people out there in society though i don't know why there's this idea that it comes from man when women are just as you know egotistical maniacal driven they're willing to do what it takes queen elizabeth may not have wanted to kill her sister but she sent her ass to the chopping block there are a lot of tough decisions that female rulers have made And they're successful in their legacies. Um, If you go to the Catherine the Great. She did a lot of great things. She also killed a lot of people. (laughs) There's this idea for some reason that's only the male side. While I always got the anti-male side from the comic. It also did feel a little. I don't know. With the world no longer having males. And people having loved ones that were male. That seemed as if a lot of people would be against that group. Especially in the beginning of the morning stages. Well, not in the first four or five months. So we can pick up whenever. Mac is horrified and likely will continue to be. 
355 makes it to the silo and man's hug of joy at seeing her i would too though seriously <laughs> some moment where you can go off and be by yourself what no i think i'd rather have a super agent next to me thanks in the silo because she updates her on what has happened yorick has been crying it's been a rough day he feels he should have died and then maybe all these terrible things wouldn't have occurred 355 says you want to know something about me and then reveals that or how the car accident occurred her grandma was a singer and at age 12 took her to a jazz club and i'm like ah that makes sense parents went looking for them with dad very upset she would take a 12 year old to a jazz club in the minivan they all piled in everyone's angry including her because she was having a bomb ass time then a drunk driver jumps the lane and they hit a tree going 60 miles per hour killing everyone except for her so she understands the feeling of everything collapsing around you and being the only survivor of that but she did survive and he will too she then offers him an out and this is actually a smart choice on her part it's much easier to have someone adhere to your advice when they're actually a willing participant so she tells him look i answer to the president the president is no longer around so you're free to go you can find beth live your life not allowing man to impose her arguments of his duty she's giving him the choice and thus if he chooses to stay then it is his choice he says he doesn't want to be a pawn or just a y chromosome with legs or helpless he wants her to train him to fight which she readily agrees to considering someone teaching her how to fight and use those skills is exactly what helped her and then i was like oh my god the copa ring totally have jennifer beth and sam <laughs> i had no guesses on who took them so i was very surprised when it like i thought it was maybe the government <laughs> maybe some leftover people from the insurrection but no it is the copa ring that is still up and running it appears and that woman that was at Fran's house is there as well was she doing a loyalty test to 355 jennifer refuses to look at beth you know she's pissed off and i would be too like you just really you caused all of that and it was your fucking idea like you better be glad my son loves your ass the woman asks if she should talk to them she says no not right now but let me know when she guessing 355 is on the move speaking of she follows the tracker to a car with a full tank of gas supplies even lab equipment for samples they also have coordinates and a map to follow to come on in and you can see that this is a new wave of of faith for 355 right like she found me i still have a purpose man asks if the copa ring is family but she does decline to answer that question mainly because she's in the car with her family going down the road that is a y and that is how we end the episode i'm gonna be forever sad face if i don't get a season two i'm just throwing that out there in the universe i'm going to be forever sad face eliza clark did say she is on a crusade to get this show on another channel and i do trust that she's pushing for it but man for a show i've been waiting so long to see this was an amazing series it deserves more
And I guess all we have to discuss now is the feedback. So let's go ahead and hop into the mailbag. It's me, Shy. I am here, sadly, to give my, I'm thinking, I guess at this point, final thoughts on why The Last Man Standing, unless you have some news in regards to someone picking up the show or something like that. We will be saying goodbye to characters that I've come to enjoy immensely, and I was so hoping that someone would Uh, rescue the show and we would get more um, of Yorick and Agent 355 and Dr. Mann and Jennifer and all of that. Um, Nora and Hero. It was, um, I mean, I, I guess in a way I'm satisfied with how it ended, that it didn't end in such a, you know, dramatic way to where I would be even I mean I'm even though I'm disappointed and frustrated because I do want to know more about the couple ring and you know what that's about what that next the the next um, step in their journey is going to be and what's happening with Jennifer and Sam and Beth Uh, and of course what's going to happen with the Amazon women now that Nora has taken over um but yeah so i was really it would have been so nice to get that and i'm with mimi i mean obviously we can go read the comics and get that version of things and see how it all turns out i mean i have an idea of uh the ending because of the little hints you gave um previously but um other than that it it's I don't know I was of course in my feelings that first week that we found out and then I got busy and I wasn't able to give feedback um last week um but I really want to try and give feedback for this one since it's the finale um and just give my overall thoughts I really really enjoyed this series I was look I look forward other than that one week when I found out it was canceled, I needed a minute. I couldn't watch the show because I was so in my feelings. But outside of that, I've been enjoying every episode, enjoying... I can't even think of an episode where I was disappointed or not as entertained or enjoyed. Um, just like the one where why, why where Yorick and um, 355 weren't in it. Um, that The one that... Uh, was primarily about Hero and Roxanne and Nora and them. I still enjoyed that. It was like, I didn't even, like, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I, I, this episode would have been so much better. No, it was still very entertaining. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And um, it just just kept on going. Obviously, 355 and York are, you know, I enjoyed their stories a lot more um, there were their storyline a lot more, but it wasn't like, their story. That storyline was that episode, I should say, was still thoroughly engaging. And it wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to see 
355 or Y. Oh, well, I keep saying Y. <laughs> you Because he's a Y chromosome. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm just very disappointed that um, I got so attached to the show and the characters. And this will be it. Um, and we won't get to see that next progression of the story because I felt like we were just getting started with everything laying down the groundwork I like how um 355 in Yurik um through his journey has grown Nora has grown the change developed um yeah and this one we got a little bit more backstory on the family dynamic of um Hero um Yurik and mom and dad of course, not too surprising. Dad was having an affair, sleeping with, it's like the whole cliche. It's like, can we not? You know, the professor sleeping with the TA. It's like, is that like the the, the song is old as time? Um, so yeah, but of course we already knew that they were separated and he wanted a divorce from a previous episode. And uh, I mean, we had a good idea what the dynamic was because we got to hear Hero speak a little bit about it um, and all that. So, um, and of course, the fact that even with the world, you know, coming to a standstill with such a dramatic thing happening, she didn't seek out her mom uh, in that moment. And you spoke on that quite well, um, Christina, which I, I mean, I did feel was, you know, kind of petty, you know, even with the world ending and so much tra- trauma and the fact that you have a shared loss you know at the time you thought you had a shared loss with your father and your brother and yet you don't still seek out your mom um you know because no matter what happened between the two of you in the past this is different you know this is a different uh this is just different and that she was stubborn and not wanting to make those take those steps uh, is just something. Um, uh, yes, Yurik, I like. I mean, I wasn't too surprised he was gonna sleep with Sonia. None of that. I thought the um, three fifty five and was it? Uh, I'll keep forgetting her first name, but Doctor Man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was a cute scene with her being the sandbag. Uh, so we could see 355 loosening up a little bit and opening up a little bit. Like he, she told, um, Yurik about what happened to her. Um, so we got to see a little bit more context behind that scene with the accident and all of that with her, um, with her family, which was sad. Uh, and he, you know, and, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was you or Mimi that was saying that she could have had a positive upbringing. Um, And it sounds like she did for the most part. I mean, obviously the parents were upset with grandma for um, taking her out, but it sounds like they were very protective. They weren't an abusive family. Um, They loved her. She loved them. So it wasn't even that type of, but yeah, I don't remember which one of you off the top of my head was um talking about that um hero nora i'm not i'm sorry i'm a call me (laughs) 
I busted out laughing when Nora held a gun to Roxanne and she's like, you don't have the gut pain. <laughs> I busted out laughing at that scene because she was just in, yeah, Nora was correct because she was a female version of the males in their life um, that, that were in their life. Um, so I thought that was, um, that was well said. Um, when she was talking about that, how they just treated, and of course, you know, they're these women. They just they're followers. They're not much. They need someone to follow. Um, so definitely, that's why I'm not too surprised that with her killing Roxanne, that they didn't shoot her or do anything. They're just they're just looking for uh, direction, and now Nora's going to be that one that gives them that. Um, I'm still trying to understand why they're still going to be angry, though. It's like there's no males left. And you're saying that we're not going to um, be man haters um, going forward. So is it going to be anger against the government? Like what is going to be their theme um, to like they're going to they need to fear us? Like who's they the government? Because there's only women left uh, other than obviously Yorick. But Anyway, so, and then the Beth thing, I agree with you, Christina, when you were saying that. So uh, I'll just leave it at that with Beth. Um, just, ugh, anyway, um, I'm just, yeah, you called her out on that, her, like her whole mindset when it came to that. And so did Jennifer. It's like, you're so naive and not even, how can you think that you're going to, you know, commit anarchy but yeah no one's gonna die or no one's gonna get hurt it's very unrealistic so anyway i'm gonna go on that note i'm again i'm just disappointed that it doesn't seem like this we're gonna get a second season and um yeah um but loved it really really enjoyed it and i'm almost at my max so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Uh, everything I agreed with. I'm glad that you really enjoyed the show. Um, definitely go read the comics. I didn't mean to spoil anything. I thought it was being pretty light. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm still, I have hope because the showrunner is still very much committed. She even had an interview out today on a podcast. I think that it, it's going to be some time. You know, it's not like The Expanse where you had like seven episodes left <laughs> when uh, Amazon jumped in there and then Jeff Bezos was a huge fan of The Expanse. I think with something like HBO Max, it's a lot more trickier getting those meetings down and talking and having those discussions. But I- I'm, I'm definitely hopeful. But if, if this is all that I get, at least I got to see it unfold in some capacity on screen that's how I've kind of been looking at it Uh, unfortunately I have the forethought of the book (laughs) or I've already read the comic book so it's more like a realization come to life for me as I stated earlier this is my favorite comic book of all time so uh, just seeing those characters 355 man and York interact with each other was I mean, and it only gets better. It only, like, they didn't even, as you stated, they just got to the base part. And it's just, and it's starting. It's just getting started. And we have so much fun stories to tell with this group of people. 
that are all very complicated in their own way but seem to mesh together so very well uh and i know when you said uh, or i laughed too when she shot her because <laughs> that just well people are stupid and those type of people are stupid i should say um people in general too but uh <laughs> that brings me back to your other comment like who are they going to be angry at i don't think you need anger to what she replaced with the anger she discarded that and and focused on empowerment and that can be just as effective as anger you don't need to kill all the men plus you're hunting down like yeah she took just because they were abused and battered women it was easier to sell her on that but even roxanne explained or not roxanne nora explained like that's only gonna last for so long you know what happens when you kill all of the men then what keeps you together nora is banking on something that's going to be so much more prolific that you won't need the anger you won't need the hate you're just going to need to be survivors and do what needs to be done to survive for you and your own could that possibly turn into more i don't know how nora decides where this group is going i don't think they've answered that question in the finale but she's coming out of her shell she's starting to take that leadership role and it started with hero and now that she's got an ally on her side and that ally is able to get the other women on her side she at least has their best interests at heart thus far like she was the you didn't see roxanne retrieving their people looking around seeing that the girls are crying hiding behind crates they're they're literally there to die and and a good leader knows when to fold the, the deck just fold walk away from the table get the fuck out of there if and they're lucky that this group allowed that to happen so i think that her mission is going to be a different mission statement than what roxanne was trying to put out there oh lord the kids are jumping on the bed upstairs so <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to mimi good to hear from you shy though and good thoughts on the episode we'll all cross our fingers and trust me when you know when i know you will know about what is the fate of this show so mimi you're up what are your final thoughts on this episode what up stina it's mimi this is my feedback for the season finale and so far the last episode that we can confirm of why the last man uh season one episode 10 um i was hoping this episode sucked so that when we didn't know if it was going to be renewed i wouldn't care but of course it was fucking awesome it was everything i wanted and more like it really was fucking awesome and i'm so fucking salty and angry and a little disappointed that you know it, it wasn't renewed i i know there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes about entertainment that i'll never understand but this is truly disappointing um, I, I don't know if I ever noticed, but it looks like this is FX. Um, so I actually have hopes because it's FX, but it's it's being aired on both Apple TV and Hulu. So maybe, you know, fingers crossed that between those two, because I know Apple got some motherfucking money. Y'all motherfuckers can produce this shit. Um, I don't know anything behind the scenes. Like I know one of the shows 
I know you never watched it because I talked to you about it, but it was Shadowhunters. It was on Fox. It was on AMC, ABC Family. They changed it. Oh, changed it to Freeform right when it came out. Um, and that show was super popular. And I remember them raising money. I remember them having signed petitions and and we were doing really good. But the show would not get picked up and it was because you know we I remember reading some articles behind the scenes like one of the one of the people that owned it I don't remember don't don't quote me on who it was I don't know but they wouldn't sell their they wouldn't sell it to anybody else so that person was being petty as fuck I'm sure it was something behind the scenes that was we'll never quite understand but shit like that happens so I we will we won't know so I'm just gonna just talk about this episode because it was really good um it was very very good um I'll just go by the characters that I remember but I knew at some point York was gonna be like you know screw it and just go after Sonia but I swear at the (laughs) beginning of the episode when she was like oh my god don't tell me you're one of those men who think sex is a big deal like bitch oh my god it was so it was such a thirsty ass line it made me laugh like she was clearly just like throwing her vagina out there to see what 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 it'll hook because she was like i do not have time for these subtle games this motherfucker's he either wants my vagina or he doesn't so let me just throw it out there and you know it ended up working uh she wasn't subtle she wanted some of his penis it's literally the last penis around (laughs) she was like i need i've been in prison for murder for decades i'm a grown-ass old-ass woman and i ain't had my i got cobwebs in my vagina it actually worked out because if she hadn't been locked up for you know so long i'm assuming if she was had her 22nd birthday in prison she looks like she's in her 40s so i would say probably going on two decades she'd been in jail her vagina ain't seen a penis in a long time and according to what we find out from york beth is the only person he's ever been with (laughs) he had me dying he was like well i never really counted but uh one (laughs) like dude you don't have to count if it's one that's why you never counted (laughs) but you know if you're gonna have sex with a you know someone york it was probably good that it was someone who hadn't had sex with someone in a long time because you got that one experience yes you've had sex with the same person but women like different things so you know you might be phenomenal to beth but someone else with way more vaginal experience might think you're trash so she wouldn't know so i'm glad she was able to get what she wanted because she did die and i was actually kind of sad at the end uh that she died um I knew it was going to get to a point where the Amazons were going to meet up with uh, York's uh, village of convicts and it was not going to be pretty. And I knew exactly what was I knew exactly what happened was going to happen because I was like, there's no way that they have not been having lookouts. You know, these are women that are in prison, so they got some freedom. They are not going to want it to be taken away. Like, there's no way that they just sat there and just was partying on I was like they have to have a extra strategy or a you know let's you know if, if we have to go in and murder people let's like let's get a game plan like I I knew it and I knew that Roxanne was so she has been in her bubble in her fake world for so long she forgot 
that mother there are real fucking people out there like the lady from fucking um svu you're a fake version you're a version you've seen on tv there are literally women out there who are fucking gangsters like they will whoop your ass and have nothing no whim about it like they'll just move on to the next thing there are women that are strategic there's women that are street smart there are women with you know um military knowledge there's women out there who know some shit and she was so delusional and she had these super young you know abused already already mentally troubled teenage early 20s year old girls brainwashed and it was just sad like I knew they were going in there to get slaughtered because when she described them as soccer moms like what about them made you think that they're soccer moms my question to Roxanne if you know (laughs) because I say this I keep saying this all the time because when Nora I guess whose real name is Victoria (laughs) when she burned down the the you know the mega multi-store or whatever the hell it's called I I kept thinking like what is her game plan like she didn't think this through I feel like she was still drunk and she was angry and she was like you know if you don't want me here bitch ain't nobody gonna get it I just didn't understand what her game plan was like she didn't have an extra exit strategy she was just mad like that was always my mindset so you know when she saw this place and they were like trying to get a game plan I was just not understanding why Nora wasn't speaking up like she had she's been out there the rest of them have not like she didn't like she never said hey why do you think that no one's taking this place yet why do you think that they have electricity but people aren't you know trying to take it from them like what do you think just like when y'all had that superstore people would come and y'all would you know you wouldn't let them have it like you had to like I just don't understand why no one in that whole group even Hero's stupid ass didn't say why do you think like they have to have some type of protection in there if nobody's come to take this from them yet why do you think we can do it I guess that was my old question that's how I knew that they were gonna not be ready for this because they those girls those girls had everyone all hyped up and gassed up thinking that they were more invincible than they were and that was what was sad um I kind of wanted I didn't want it to be um hero that found York I don't know why I wanted her to be in the mix of that bullshit because I wanted her to really see what the fuck is out there because you're fucking brainwashed and you're you literally drank the kool-aid and you should know better um but I did however love it when Sonia (laughs) she shot her um I wish it would have been a more severe shot instead of just the grays I hate that uh that girl hit hit Sonia in the head and she died um I wish she would have got a better shot off at Hero because she needs a near-death experience because she's a hot mess and it's I don't know if I missed something but I'm just um maybe it was the way he's like get out of here or they're gonna kill you or something like maybe that's what made her think but when she when York at the end when he was like my sister's brainwashed I wonder what made him say that because I don't feel like they had a long enough conversation for him to know that unless he just could tell from the group she was with and what she said about they're gonna find you and they're gonna kill you maybe that's why he made that assumption I'm not sure but the the that whole scene in the barn or silo I think it was a silo I don't think it was a barn 
when it was Agent 355, um, Dr. Mann and York, and he was crying. That shit got me. Like, I was legit in there crying with him. He looked, that acting was superb. He looked fucking utterly destroyed. I forgot that everyone thinks that um, What's-Her-Face was the president, and clearly she's dead because they shot her and threw her out of the house. Um, so now York thinks his mom is dead. And 355 was like, well, she did. I don't, you know, I work for the president. So if the president is no longer alive, I don't have a boss and we can do whatever you want. And I guess <laughs> they were like, I'm going to just take this. Um, let's follow this um, beacon. OK, I'm really devastated that we're not going to see them all interact. Um, that was pretty exciting to to find out, you know, the whole story about her how her family died and her grandma like I knew it was someone else in the car I just couldn't tell it was her parents her and then someone in the back seat and it looked like they had short gray hair but I wasn't sure so I was like I guess it was her grandma that was sad like they were at a club like oh that story was pretty heartbreaking um but her opening up to York I don't know why she realized that would help him because at first I didn't see the correlation but it definitely helped him because he was utterly destroyed which I can't say that I blame him because his mom is dead so he thinks uh just like one little side note um after um 355 came in to let them know that they were under siege um and then York was in there with Sonia <laughs> she didn't even look like she batted an eye he looked guilty as fuck he even looked guilty when she was asking him about his sex life you know saying uh, you know how many women have you been with and then 355 walked in and he like said he said some shit in a rush like he was guilty he always seems guilty whenever he's with Sonia and 355 walk in like he is so uh, clearly I mean it's clear I feel like he does have so I don't know if it's a like impending crush or if it's just like a hero complex like you saved my life and I owe you type things I know they when they have women get those all the time and I can't understand why men wouldn't get them in it either because it, it makes sense it's a human thing you admire someone that saved your life so maybe that's what I'm seeing but he just always looked guilty every time he was with Sonia and 355 showed up and I thought it was kind of cute and I don't know what it is like I don't know what they're trying to do are they trying to push the um idea that 355 and Dr. Mann are going to be in a relationship because the whole cuddling at night like I understand like they're like I would understand if they were friends and they slept in the same bed but the way that they had her laid up with her that was romantic so I, I guess that's the that's where they're going with this and my assumption is from how much you freaking love 355 in york that that's not how it played out in the comics i would assume that they were a ship or at least that's what they wanted us to believe that was going to happen but it seems like they're pushing it towards uh 355 being a lesbian and i don't know that i don't know how i feel about that because it just it seems it just seems out of place like at random like it there's nothing wrong with if she's a lesbian but it didn't seem like why all of a sudden like they've had conversations that were like friendly 
I guess I guess I, I wasn't looking for it, so maybe I just didn't see it. So I don't know. I guess I just I guess let me know how you feel about that. Um and then what's the other thing? Oh, and the Beth and um Jennifer and then Sam. I was so excited when Sam showed up and then when Beth was like, Sam, I was like, how do they know each other? And then we get the flashback and I was like, oh, okay. And that whole scene at the table had me dying. And I feel like now maybe Hero decided she wanted to have an affair because her dad was having an affair. She just seems like a sadist like that, that that would make sense. Like maybe now he'll be on my side against mom because I'm a cheater just like him. I don't know. I really honestly, I don't know. But she was acting like a spoiled ass brat. And I just like, if if they want us to understand why Hero's acting like this, like she was the perfect daughter and she just couldn't live up to the hype. Like I hate, I I cannot be okay with me sympathizing like you're a drug addict and a fucking asshole because your life was so good and you could never be perfect like you thought your parents wanted you to like I that's not a real problem to me and I can't be like I can't empathize with you for turning to drugs because you didn't want to be perfect like to me that's not like people that have you know you know you have like a mental health disorder and you're trying to self-medicate like those are things I understand like you have an underlying issue that caused the drug issue or caused you to start to become an alcoholic even if you just had you know when you were younger you got bullied or some shit like that I don't know something but just you were so perfect up until a point that you weren't and now I do drugs just because I don't I want to be the opposite of what my parents wanted me to be like bitch please like people got real problems out here and you created shit like that's how I feel about hero and until they show me otherwise she's gonna get on my nerve and I'm never gonna have respect for her and I'm never gonna like her as a character um I guess it's good that she knows that York is alive I think it's fucking crazy that she didn't want to go with him maybe that's why he was like she's brainwashed because he still she still chose to go with Roxanne and them I don't know if I don't I mean, I, I think maybe we both said this, but I'm pretty sure that we were talking about Nora being the one to kill Roxanne. I didn't know how they would react. I personally would have killed the bitch when we were in the, when they got really drunk with the bonfire. <laughs> that would have been when I killed her. I don't know that they would have accepted her then, but that's when I would have killed the bitch personally. That's just my own personal opinion of myself. When she was just laid there thinking she was queen of the earth, queen Sheba laid out telling me that I can't stay here anymore bitch make me leave let me set your ass on fire that's what I would have done but I think what she did was more stupid because now you just destroyed all of y'all food that shit could have lasted y'all for years I knew it wouldn't because y'all didn't know how to act normal but they had everything they needed in that damn store and she burned the motherfucker down like that sucks um what else oh let's get to the grossest shit I ever seen in my life was Kimberly having a dream that she was sexing up York while she was lactating. I wanted to throw up so bad. That was not sexy at all. And how dare y'all make me watch that. I can tell you from personal experience that when I was lactating, that was the most unsexiest time of my life. I remember lactating at the most inopportune times and it fucking pissed me off. And it's not sexy when your milk is spilling out over your shirt and you see a puddle. It's like, people know what that is. 
And even if we were doing the deed, that would for sure dry my vagina up instantly because that shit's not sexy. I mean, maybe to a man it might be, but for a woman, you think it's sexy to lactate? It was it was so gross. And I <laughs> I will never be able to unsee it. Like it was the nastiest shit I ever seen. And it just lets me know that Kimberly has lost her fucking shit. I I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> she is gone. Like her mind is not right. And <laughs> it's like what uh, the one girl said. Like, are you just gonna just sex everybody and procreate with the world? Like, that's a very valid question because I feel like that's what Kimberly expects you to do. All the women is just me lined up. And you're just gonna go start having sex with them. That's gonna be the rest for the rest of your life. That's what you are. Just a sparse. You're just gonna be splooshing in all these vaginas. Like, seriously? But how are they gonna solve anything? Cause then everybody's all these offspring are gonna be related. They can't procreate with each other. <laughs> what the fuck? I just I don't personally know how they feel like York is gonna solve anything. And he's a human. What about all these fucking animals? Cause even if we can fix the humans, are we gonna eat each other? Like, there's so many questions. I, I'm with 355 like maybe you can't fix it but you know you gotta try I think it's too many what ifs and unanswered questions it's probably not you're probably not gonna fix it Dr. Man but like she said we gotta try so I think I've rambled on long enough so I'll end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode I just forgot I didn't answer Shai's question that it was totally me who said that um she had a good co- uh, childhood growing up that was not pre-comic knowledge that was actually just me playing devil's advocate as she had pointed out or Mimi pointed out um but yeah I didn't know <laughs> so it is uh nice to get the affirmation that 355 did indeed have a seemingly a regular childhood that was suddenly taken away and that sucks being so young having your every safety net you possibly could lead on gone no one she was in an orphanage when she was picked up by friends so there was no one and she was all alone so i think that is what the kismet that makes her and yorick uh relate on in such a, a deeper and more profound way than i think either fully even aware of and yes York does have his little crush. And I think that if the thing I have to say with the Sonia thing is if 355 was willing, he wouldn't have went for Sonia. And that's not a, a unfair comparison thing. That is he he's been reaching out to her, and then here comes some woman who's making it so clear she's totally down <laughs> for all that intimate and fun conversation. He wants a semblance of normalcy back uh to be the you know just be the attractive guy and be charming and you know he's got all these women that are rather easier to talk to than man in 355 so yeah i think that their relationship is is it doesn't evolve in the first act (laughs) it definitely continues to evolve uh and mature over time so a few notes i have here that was just one of the things I had on the top of my head. DC Comics. That's our biggest issue. So Apple TV ain't going to touch DC Comics. Um, oh, I can't remember what this and the other five that were made under DC. I don't think a lot of people know this is a DC comic. 
but that's why HBO Max is pretty much the most likely go-to to pick it up because they, they already rather own it and then they had made their deals with Disney it's a fuck show when it comes to who owns what like you stated with Shadowhunters it's even worse with these uh superheroes like did you know they didn't actually want to come out with an Iron Man and a Thor and a da 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 those are the only people they fucking got any rights to so they had to take the less popular people and make them the most popular so yeah, I, I think that Max is the best place to go and considering that's where Titans is and this is better than Titans. This, uh, I think that they're struggling with their comic side and this is already a built-in audience. I see more and more people starting to get into the show and starting and stop listening to the people in the comments telling them what the show is about and really starting to investigate for themselves. And I think because it was canceled and there's outrage over it that makes even more people well, what's everybody so upset about? Now that's how the expanse got a lot of new fans to it. So I think that with time and now that the full season is out, because people like to binge, you know, they're not gonna be able to give a, when they wanna put their case before, especially someone like HBO and Max, I guess they're the same now, or HBO. <laughs> Uh, you kind of want to build a strong case and I think waiting for those numbers probably would be a good indication or a good thing to have when you're going into that meeting. So I think if we do hear something that's not going to be relatively right away, but it might be a few months down the line. Um, cobwebs in her vagina. You is so funny. <laughs> she was older. They don't talk about it in the show much around the ages in the comic book. Yorick and 355 are the same age, but man is older by, I think, about seven or eight years. But, um, yeah, I'm right with you. I liked Sonia. <laughs> I think I thought her thirst was so funny as well, but like, I ain't mad at it. That's just an observation. Don't be all up in my, my goodies though, because you mad. That if he had that his choice, his pro his uh his first choice is not available. She definitely taught him some things in the bedroom and he needed to be taught. And I think that he probably had a new experience in the bedroom. I'm sorry, I already made my point clear earlier that I don't young love, that's cute. It's meant to be. It's a phase that we all go through, but then we move on. Uh maybe back in the fifties and sixties. I think experience is a good thing because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you like until you experience it. You don't, you're, you're, you know, you isolate yourself in the experience and maybe that's all you ever need, but I don't find that to be practical. And yeah, Nora had a plan, but she didn't realize how it was. Like, I think the biggest issue, and I'm sure they showed this off screen, but we see how Roxanne controls Nora, right? She probably wanted to go and scout it out. But she sent the younger girls and they came back with the information. I think Nora was trying to do her best. Like, okay, let's not show them how many numbers we have. But she didn't fully walk into the situation either. Thinking like they heard about this town. All she heard was electricity, food, shelter. <laughs> but no one really thought about Marysville and this is being close to a prison they they don't know where they're at so they wouldn't have put two and two together but yeah they do need to stop very much thinking that the world was full of 
completely great people and that there aren't people out there that are more psycho if, uh, or more dangerous than you. I think that Nora is dangerous, but I don't feel like she is the danger. Like Kimmy is a fucking problem. Nora is not a problem. And when you juxtapose the two, you can see the line very clearly. <laughs> so I love the fact that we watch Nora really, this is her origin story and how she's able to persevere and be strong and be tough. And, and I want to see what she does with that. Uh, I said the same thing about bringing the world anew. Like, why do you, like, why did you feel that she needed, or I said the same thing about Hero. Like, where did you get that she was in uh, being brainwashed? But bringing the world anew sounds like something a cult would say. So I'll give them that. And yes, men avoid women they really like. <laughs> I've noticed this about men. He offered her coffee when she came in and she's like yeah i don't need to do shit for me and yeah he definitely won't talk about some things around her it is rather cute <sighs> i put this in the spoiler section but since you asked 355 is not a lesbian but men keep in mind men are gone and touch intimacy and the need for a connection is not so take with that without spoiling anything as much as you want but i think that it's um it's a reason why i say otp and then everything else that happens right but no there's there's uh i can see how people might be feeling like especially since oh he likes you better uh but i think the whole sonia saying you like him that was the clear indication there that yes she's in the man and then we saw her with that one man even though that could have been just part of her job so yeah i can see why it could be a little confusing definitely but i do think it is about york is also the last man he's off limits in a way in 355's mind that when you explore a character more you understand um in some ways because like i said that's the mission he is essentially the mission for her. And it's going to take a lot longer than, oh, I might have a, might be attracted to you or like you more than in a friendly way to, to you know, she's been with the couple ring much, much longer. And in that type of, you know, mindset, that's all I'll say about that. I'm trying not to spoil anything. Um, that is a problem. We can't relate to people who are just selfish. But I think having characters that are unlikable is realistic. And I like that. It's like when they have cowards in zombie movies. Everyone's like, why are you such a coward? Because people are. I mean, it, it, you would love to believe. Especially if you don't even have anything of what you're fighting for. Like your child or something like that. Yeah, no. Stop pretending. Most of us would be bitch ass. Lactating is horrid, especially when babies are crying and you was not asking for your shirt in the restaurant to have two wet spots in it. And I do feel like everyone's forgetting about the food situation, which is really, really silly. Really, really silly. Like, I'm sure you can all become vegetarians, but there's a reason. I mean, that that's issues. Uh, that's other types of issues. Um, they talk about you know the vitamin deficiency how what things you can there's a reason why it's why i hate when people try to diet around 
not the five food groups because there's a reason why they're the five fucking food groups you need all of those things in moderation to be a healthy human being so when you cut one out guess what (laughs) sure you look like a fucking twig sure maybe you got a good healthy heart but trust and believe you're causing other damage to your body by choosing not to keep and it's not even that i don't respect people who are vegetarians because i do i have several friends they are i've watched meat being made and yeah some fucked up shit i can see why you might take a moralistic view against this (laughs) um but it is a moralistic view it's not an actual healthy you know uh preference in society it's, it's just not stop deluding yourself with that bullshit because it's not you're doing it because you feel a certain moral obligation to animals but and that's your choice that definitely is your choice but we got our fucking brains this fucking big for a reason <laughs> and it didn't involve being vegetarian since so we tried that route we also tried the route being full meat eaters didn't work either um at least it got us so only so far but it caused problems many but the thing is i believe plants have a y chromosome as well so it's 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 more than just this whole idea as you stated and we've stated with kimmy going yeah all i need is to to fucking have babies all we need is more babies in this world like there aren't girl children that's not enough we need male children we need to procreate and his male seed will give us all male children it's a delusional concept but she running with that shit and she's already in doctrine and and other cult-like beliefs (laughs) i'm gonna leave this on a very poignant because you brought it up and i think that it, it actually was brought up in the episode but you repeated it just now about how she says you have to try i thought that was a good juxtaposition between the women um some of the lead women in his life yorix you got jennifer fighting right for democracy you know the system might be broken but i'm trying to fix it and then you have 355 yeah maybe you aren't gonna succeed but you have to try and then that with beth being like well it's broke it's nothing to fucking do maybe something better will rise out the ashes Beth isn't as strong as she pretends to be. She's far more of a fake. I don't care how fucking bad it's been out there. Like, get, get this whole idea that people are so shocked that things go bad. Yeah, go go live in the Middle East where bombs. If people survive bad things and make a life in it, because life is fucking precious. You only get one. You won't survive without me. That I'm like, girl. I don't know why you think you somehow. What skills you got that I don't know about? <laughs> why would you just because she's a congresswoman and because she's what caucasian or she's been in politics she wouldn't find a way to take care of herself any better than you did you came from a fucking phd you ain't no damn writer the writer die skilled person and since it's almost nine o'clock and i have not had any time to myself today yet (laughs) i'm gonna end it here my calendar will be online to check out what other shows i am doing if you want to leave a comment on this podcast you can do so below my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe and until the next time
Peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. <laughs>